everyone. Welcome to Zeitgeist Zealots. I'm Forrest. I'm Major. And I'm Robbie. Matt. Uh, today we're going to talk about the new episode of Hawkeye, and I think we're going to go over the Peacemaker and across the Spider-Verse trailers, if you all have seen those. And maybe a new trilogy? We thought we thought the Hulk man was gone, but he's coming back for three more. The Hulk man? No, the Hulk man. Uh, Tim Holland. Tom Holland? Okay. Oh, okay. was debunked by Sony. Oh, but, was uh, it? Oh. It's kind of like the Ryan Johnson trilogy that was going to happen. Like, I'll believe it when I see it. Uh, if I see the Ryan Johnson trilogy, I'll gouge my eyes out. Okay. But yeah, I'll do it I'll... after the podcast so I can at least talk about it with Matt. Because I'm sure that'll be Matt's favorite new uh, trilogy <laughs> movies. Oh, you know it. Yeah. I think he's working on the Knives Out uh, tetralogy right now. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. Daniel Craig's free, right? No more I mean, Bond. Or maybe he got blown up, but he will be back. I mean, they just renewed Kathleen Kennedy's contract for like no, twenty years. So, don't start off know. the podcast with that bad news. It's for real, <laughs> she could like give Ryan Johnson like complete carte blanche over Star Wars. So, what dirt and, does she have on Disney? On yeah, seriously, that she still has a job. She can't be uh, like, oh, look at Bad Batch. That was that was good, right? Right, guys. You like Bad Batch? No, just the first episode. I mean, oh, this okay. movie's still—it's like Fast and Furious. Like they're not really known for their critical acclaim, but they made a lot of money. So, like, she made the studio a lot of money, even though you know, just because the movies had Star Wars on them. So dumb. Yeah, exactly. Like they're gonna make money regardless because they're Star Wars, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, hell, Matt almost finished all of Bad Batch because there was Star Wars uh, in, in the name, oh, and, yeah. and we forced him. With the lightsaber to his throat. I didn't quite make But it just imagine way. if the Star Wars properties were good. Just imagine. Mm-hmm. The possibilities. Um, so I guess Hawkeye was the introduction of another character called Echo. Speaking of uh, imagining things are good, uh, this one's coming true. Yep. So you think that you were pleased with Hawkeye this week, right? Pleased with Hawkeye this week. Uh, the My biggest complaint is why were there no other trick arrows in my Avengers movies besides the USB arrow? Why was the USB arrow the only the USB arrow? The only <laughs> trick arrow he had before this episode. Like, just like that and then the, the, the plunger arrow. Just imagine how good like his scenes would be if he had all these spectacular like arrows. Like, I don't understand, like, a situation where he would be so far away from a, you know, a, a computer that he would need to shoot an arrow with an USB on it. You like, know how good, you know how good Hawkeye is? I can't even I know he's good. Plug, it has to be. No, no, I can't even plug a USB charger in, like, with my hands. It has to be the right way. Right. It's not USB-C. That's what makes USB-A. it even more impressive. That's what makes it the most impressive gosh darn thing in the it's MCU. It's not impressive. I'm just saying I don't see a situation where he, have, he would be so <laughs> far away from a computer. Like, can't he just, like, It was made the for the mission. It's not in his quiver <laughs> all the time. It's like, oh, no, it's <laughs> a away from the, U- the computer. Just, yeah, That's like, what he does. Bro. He thinks of... No, he doesn't think that. He's got Q from Bond. He's got Q from MI6. Uh, just yeah, handing just him like gadgets. The... He's like, what's yeah. this? A USB arrow. What's it for? You'll know when to use it. Well, didn't it bounce off yeah, that? Yeah, I wonder how much of that is It did. Is Hilariously, it bounced off that Russian guy. I was like, wow, he must be doing Abacorex every day. Uh, or maybe it's just a weak arrow. Maybe the latter. So, um, 
Yeah, I mean, so I, I don't know if they called her Echo, but that's who the character is. I think she's like Maya Lopez. She went over like her origin. Yep. Week and um, Kingpin confirmed. Her, what? Kingpin confirmed. It did sound that chuckle did sound a lot that like Nabrio. So that was definitely his. The cufflinks. The cufflinks. The oh, cufflinks. Mm. Yep. I like the uh, the the sound editing. How like his footsteps were a lot heavier than everyone else's because he's a big guy. But then again, hey, everyone was convinced Mephisto or Reed Richards was going to be in WandaVision. So prepare to like, you know. Prepare to be disappointed. Yeah. So if 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 the if Kingpin isn't the uncle, who is it? Matt Murdock? Is it a twist? Jack, no. I'm guessing you can be the only. Uh, uh, is it Jacques? 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 Jacques Duquesne, yeah. It has yeah. to be if it's not Kingpin. Yeah. I mean, I figure I'm interested to know because. What if it's her dad? What if they're actually oh. sisters? How could they be sisters if she's if her dad's Maya's uncle? They're be cousins then. You already found a plot hole. You already found a loophole in my theory. A plot yes. hole in your, in you your already brain. found a plot yeah. hole. No, yeah. Uh yeah, so well, maybe they're related. Whatever. Maybe they come from the same family. Well, I'm pretty much, it's pretty much obvious, I think, at this point. Not obvious, but heavily implied that her dad's not dead because like he's in like the main credits every episode, I think. And he was only in the beginning of the first episode, so I have a strong feeling he's going to come back. So, exactly, either her dad. The credits over here. Yeah, it could be either her dad, Kingpin, or um, Duquesne. Um, so yeah, right, wait a second. Let's do this again, but this time, worst answers only. Who is the uncle? Mephisto. Just <laughs> 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 jump to Modoc. Modoc. Yeah, but it has to be the Patton Oswald Modoc. It's just like yeah, it's a, it's a black coat, but like a giant head. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Matt. What about you? Worst answer. Uh, the scroll. A scroll. It, it, yep. What? All right. It's probably going to be. What if? What if it is a scroll and the kingpin? Then that confirms the uh, invasion series. My question is, they are doing so much right now. Like, we're about to go into a whole shitstorm with uh, Multiverse of Madness, but they're also queuing up, like, Secret Invasion. Yep. Like, either either they're going to attempt too many things at one time, or they are really setting themselves up for Phase 5. I mean, Echo is going to have her own show, so that implies at the end she's going to have, her character arc is going to become good. You know, neutral. and Agatha yeah. Harkness is getting her own show too. So it's like basically yep. all these. Well, okay. Are... So applying Matt's logic, does that mean Agatha Harkness is also going to be good, or are we going to get a Cruella uh, origin story? Well, she I... wasn't even like evil in the comics. She was just kind of like, um, yeah, and she wasn't evil. If anyone's evil, it was her... Wanda. Wanda was evil Re... in that show, but she was definitely the evil person at the end of the, the I... in the last episode. I think she'll be neutral, but they'll do it in a comedic way. She's gonna be like Loki, female Loki. Yeah, it's gonna be like she has a dark past, but she's, she's a female. Loki. She's the protagonist now, so you know. I, I have a feeling it. they're probably gonna introduce her son Nicholas in that, and I guess he'll be the. Because remember, she mentioned Senor Scratchy, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I think which turned out to actually be something, but they cut it for time or yeah. for, for pandemic related. And then reasons. also, you have Young Avengers coming pretty soon. Yep. Right. So, oh yeah, they're like they have like twenty things planned right now. You know, just in like the next five years, I think. Whatever Kevin Feige's making, it's probably not enough. <laughs> it's never enough, yeah. He's a glutton for... I mean, basically, you know, there's a lot that hasn't even been um, 
like the X Men. We haven't even talked about the X Men. They're gonna fucking fit the X Men in there somewhere. So now we're doing Secret Invasions and X Men. Like, oh, is this Matt? Are you about to get overwhelmed? Yeah, I think you know it's gonna get frustrating here really quick because I think Disney is just saturating the market way too much right now. And what uh, else do you want? Do you want a Fast Ten? Do you want to see The Rock and Vin Diesel reunite under Family Bro one last time? Finish off the the 10 series they go too fast they're gonna run out of they're gonna get too serious speaking of which they're gonna leave 11 5 Mel Gibson's gonna direct it I think right go away so yeah so like you joke about that oh oh leave 11 5 okay yeah whatever as long as they make another uh, live free or die hard I'm fine with that oh my god I know I could feel Matt's I could feel Matt's eyes roll uh, (laughs) 100 miles away (laughs) Oh, okay. Cox, like live free, walk hard, or something like that. Um, all right, oh, so, the Dewey Cox story, yeah, continued. Um, all right, so what else happened? This this episode was kind of tonally all over the place because we have like that massacre scene in the garage, and in the very next scene, there's the Imagine Dragons dialogue, yeah. So it's yeah. like, um, it's yeah, funny so you say that it's tonally all over the place because he yeah, is like his hearing, yeah. So it's like, uh, the cool ninja stuff and like okay we gotta fit in this uh imagine dragons joke which kind of fall, fell flat but um yeah i thought the fight i thought it was cute really like the guy was like oh let me let me get a pin you're going too fast you're going too fast like you know uh yeah it was on par for marvel marvel banter i'm 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 null, null to it i'm numb to it well, I'm make, it. it's make gonna happen bad guys seem not scary <laughs> oh well, they're in track seats sometimes. how scary could they be they got a giant ball pin what do you think about the ball pin scene the, oh yeah, yeah, that was great. Which that was sort of, fun when uh, I when hoping, I was hoping Hawkeye jumps in. Stewart's head would pop out. <laughs> I was, so what I was expecting him to do was to like you know slide through like he did, being all invisible, and then like you see the two guys stand up there, which obviously dumbasses like don't stand that close to the ball pit. You can't see the guy. But I thought he was just gonna grab their ankles, but instead he comes out and he just stabs both their feet with arrows. And I was like, oh yeah, because he's Hawkeye, so we gotta we gotta use these arrows somehow. Did he kill any of those guys? No, nope, didn't kill a single person. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Disney. He pinned though, he pinned Echo to the wall with her clothes. So like, you know, this girl oh, yeah. is better than Taskmaster and uh, you know, kind of like a jack of all trades and is just phenomenal at everything and then she gets pinned to the wall by a couple of arrows. Yeah. Maybe take, maybe take the jacket off. That's what I would have done. Well, move. Well, I thought the, the the bow play in this uh, episode was pretty impressive. Probably the best we've seen in any of the Avengers movies. Definitely. Was it the trick arrows that did it for you? No, or... it's just like before that, like before the like the car chasing. I thought like you know, the uh, abandoned toy factory, like what he's doing with the arrow, was pretty impressive. And thought, then it's, it's actually I thought that was really cool. The car chase scene was actually not as impressive to me than like the fight scene. Oh, the... you didn't like the one? You didn't like I the, thought it was the cool how it was all like. Yeah, how it was all one shot and the camera was rotating. I thought that was really cool. Matt, Matt, as the uh, resident dad, did you like the 1972 Chargers joke? Yeah. <laughs> well, they didn't even try that. Well, it was a bad guy. He was, he was like, we're not crashing the 72 Charger. Come yeah. on. Still. Come on. And it still gets, he's still it's, worried about it. it. Is, yeah. <laughs> oh, and it still gets crashed. Yeah. I chuckled so hard. And Kelly just looked, my wife just looked at me. She's like, what, what's so funny about that? I'm like, dad humor. You wouldn't get it. I think so, it was pretty obvious they were like in a green screen room in the car, even though it was supposed to be like one shot. And I thought like the arrow scenes were like too heavily relying on CGI. Wait, like, was that all green screen? Guy. 
Um, and plus the arrow, the acid arrows were useless anyway. Like they dropped a few traffic lights at the- Yeah, I thought that would have been- around. I thought there was going to create like some traffic or whatever, but it was more like just checking off uh, a box from the comic book. So that's yeah. actually what the only thing I really disliked about this episode. And it's kind of like two parts. One, when he has his quiver, obviously it's magical or something because he has unlimited arrows at the beginning with the fight at the KB toy store, but they're all regular arrows. Mm-hmm. They're all regular arrows until they get into the car. And then all of a sudden, yeah it's stocked back up fully and all of them are now trick arrows there's not a single regular arrow at all so he says something so, like oh uh, he says like crap used all of our regular arrows oh we have our trick arrows and then like none of them are labeled then learn t- turns the camera and winks like, yeah um yeah so that was the only thing and what was your, what was your second was... complaint well it's, it's kind of two parts the fact that okay. you know the, the quiver whenever hawkeye fights in movies he never has a count on his arrows like if you're playing dungeons and dragons you know you have 20 in your quiver you pull them out they eventually get to zero whereas it oh, seems shit. like a hawkeye dm are we supposed to be counting our arrows yes yes we I, are robert have you been counting your arrows no, no. <laughs> yeah, i don't no, think we've been counting our arrows I've been shooting a lot of arrows <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I'll cast the create bonfire. Over here with the bottomless quiver. <laughs> well, well, you know, next session somebody's gonna run out of arrows. Now so <laughs> I was oh, being no. nice, but you know what I mean. Like uh, every movie, like when the when this when they're attacked in the Avengers movie, like he's jumping off buildings. They stay magically in, no problem, yeah. and he has like a hundred of them. So I don't know bugs me yeah. yeah um well um trying to think what else happened after the, the big oh the, 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 come on the tear jerking scene where she's translating because he can't hear he thinks his wife is calling him oh that That's was really so good oh, oh that was so good you know what happened? I forgot. oh so uh he gets a call from his wife's cell phone and he's like hey babe uh, can't really talk right now. Can I text you? And yeah, it's just it's when just... they get back from the walk, oh, the subway scene. They're communicating. They're talking. Yeah. Like they're becoming cute. Like it's a good buddy cop. Uh, not but it's not quite buddy yeah. cop, but it's a good sidekick story there. Like they're starting weird. to bond. I guess like they had to be really like conscious of saying that Clint was not deaf. He's hard of hearing. I mm-hmm. guess they're afraid of. There's maybe like the deaf community would say like he's not deaf. You know he can hear a little bit. So I guess they had. To, I mean, but for like for any layman watching the show, it seems he's pretty deaf. You yeah. know, just one ear, both ears. But I guess since the girl is fully deaf, they had to differentiate and say, like, I'm not deaf, I'm hard of hearing. So I guess maybe there's like some a deaf consultant on set saying he can't call himself deaf, something like that. But it seemed he was pretty deaf to me. Yeah, like everything was just numb to him. Like he couldn't like communicate without his hearing aid, so I, I would he seemed legally de- deaf to me, but I don't know. Yeah, I would say he's probably legally deaf. He couldn't hear anything with his with his yeah, hearing aid. Yeah, I thought it was just one ear. It seemed like, but I don't know. Like if you're if you're if you had, still had the other ear, you'd hear something, right? You think so? It sounds like he's deaf in one ear. Maybe that that ear is the only one that works, or maybe they just don't care enough to like yeah. well, show him both it, both of his ear, ears. It's crazy too, because in the 2011 comic, he actually 
one of the guys he's fighting stabs him with his own arrows in the ears and that's why he's deaf and i guess they just can't really do that in this series yeah so instead they covered up with a flash like a bunch of flashbacks of explosions around him during the Avengers movies well i think in the the comic you're referring to matt it's like the character who stabs him is uh kazi yeah the guy who apparently um oh he's that good looking guy yeah with the neck tattoos yeah, they, uh, they completely changed his character. I think he just... just like, are you think him and um, Haley's character are going to hook up? I don't think there's only like three episodes left, right? So, down, not enough time. Down. They're already halfway done. And they, a lot of it's going to be devoted to Yelena next episode. And probably Echo's going to have a big part in the next couple, uh, couple episodes. So, I very much doubt they're going to be like... He's probably just going to have like, a very small part in the remaining episodes, I'm guessing. Yes. So. But I will say, though, that, that that scene, though, on the phone, like, that was... That was so Holly, good. Yeah, it was an amazing scene for, for Disney. And I, you know, I was like, okay, I'm starting to like Hawkeye now. Yeah. Uh, right. Like, we were, I think we were talking last week, like, can he act? Can he not act? Like, it doesn't, like, Forrest, I think you were saying, like, it doesn't seem like he wants to be there. But I think that's Jeremy Renner's character acting. Like, he doesn't want to be there. He doesn't want to babysit this girl. That's he true. Wants, he, he wants to go home for Christmas. It does work out. Yeah, yeah, he keeps, yeah, he's trying to get home for Christmas with now, his kids. I, I think I, I, I wanna... was talking about John Cho in Cowboy Bebop, though, like an actor didn't want to be there oh yeah definitely again i think like that because john chose like a good actor i think he was like playing aloof but i haven't seen like the i haven't seen the original material the source material so i'm not sure if like that's how the character is supposed to act or maybe he just literally didn't want to be there completely different experience when you've seen it as opposed to not like watching Uh it but i'm gonna um, guess it's a worse experience so the end of this episode Wait, real uh, fast i want to i found something on reddit and i want to read it uh and matt if you could go ahead and, and get um take your blood pressure now and tell me <laughs> your blood pressure after i read this to you uh and i want to give credit to this person on reddit however their username is incredibly inappropriate so i will not uh, <laughs> but the, the headline is you can look it up yourself someone on facebook joked why hawkeye never runs out of arrows so i replied and then blah 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 he goes on and talks about a bunch of stuff he postulates you ready for this map yep. that tony stark updated his quiver to have a miniaturized lightning fast 3d printer so long so hawkeye never runs out of shafts and then his little special attachment thing puts the special arrowheads on him would it make more sense to have like a bunch of little arrows made by Pim, Pim's company, and they just grow when he needs them? Well, you know, uh, I guess Why you get the physics arrow? of that. Like, what is it? Mass, it cannot be destroyed. So even if he had like 500 small arrows that can make big again, then they would weigh like 500 arrows. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's what true. if, yeah, what if you... Had uh, a shrink a pim pim arrow, but instead of making it big, it made it small, right? Yeah. Uh, and then you you hit that, you, you shot that, and it hit the Hulk. What would happen? <laughs> Do you get a mini Hulk? Because I think I would watch an entire TV show of mini Hulk. <laughs> mini Hulk. <laughs> like he's he still packs the same punch. Like yeah, like he's six, like yeah, like he's like an inch tall or whatever, and he's just running around Hulk smashing like being up like to be all the, the physics back man, guys. Man. He'd be tiny, but he punches normally. Well, you gotta remember the anime movie broke its own rules. Had like a tank they in his did. pocket that he was able to carry around. Yeah, really yeah, it's an actual tank. So like, if he had it in his pocket, he he'd like go right through his pants. He'd oh, what the pants. f? That's a good point. Yeah, wow. it weighs the it weighs like a toy car, but it's. 
Thanks for ruining Ant-Man 2 for me, he says. (laughs) uh, If you don't get the joke, listeners, you have to go back and listen to the other episodes where I just don't give a shit about the Ant-Man series. (laughs) I I love Paul Just have a whole garage in your pocket. God, do I love Paul Rudd. Is Paul Rudd not just like an amazing human being? Have you guys listened to him like in an interview? Like he is just a phenomenal stand-up guy. Uh, It's just a shame he's (laughs) Ant-Man. Yeah. Or that's what's so funny. Like he's, he's got like I enjoy lots Ant-Man of the barrel characters. Um, so all right. So the end of the episode, Swordsman or uh, Duquesne uh, corners Clint with Ronan's sword. Yes. So I think in the comics they have a history together. Do you think they'll have a history in this show? I'm um, guessing. I think. Oh my gosh! Are we about to have a whole background episode or a flashback episode? Yeah, we Jack probably are. They, this show loves flashbacks. Yeah, they um, do love to show flashbacks. But I don't know if they'll do like the aging technology with him and Duquesne. But I'm I'm gonna go on the line here and say together. They're meeting each other for the first time. Yeah, yeah I, I hope they're they gonna totally out. throw out. Just, just the keep, past. It, keep it light. Keep do it, they only get three episodes keep left? It gay. I don't know if you guys know the producers. Uh, well, the producers is an excellent Broadway musical. Oh yeah, you and then yeah, Nathan Leal, Nathan Leal, Neal. The remake of the the remake of the movie is fantastic, but that's what I was quoting with Gene Wilder and um, Nathan Nathan Lane. No, 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 that was the new one. The old one has Gene Wilder. Oh, I haven't seen the old one. I've only seen the new one. Gene Wilder. That's uh, that's yeah, Willy Wonka, right? The old one isn't even a musical. It's just um. It's just about a musical. It's about a musical, but they made it a musical afterward, I think. I might have the history wrong. Um, but anyway. Yeah, that's so. why this is a comic book podcast and not a Broadway <laughs> musical podcast. Well, originally, if, if you're upset with us because our Broadway facts are wrong, one, please tweet at us at uh, ZZellet Podcast on Twitter. Um, and then tell us how wrong we are about our Broadway musicals. Oh, look at And then up. tell us if you would watch Roger the Musical. Everyone, I have some uh, exciting news from um, you, you watch Marvile Marvile Studios. What's the news? Um, to- they're, they're making uh, a sequel to Ant Man. Um, it's called Uncle Man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was too dumb. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> So where's Uncle Man's powers tip? Um, he, touches, he touches you in funny places. <laughs> yeah, Whoa, Uncle, Uncle Man has... Uh, the... <laughs> what if he's Kingpan? What if he's Kingpan? The power Uncle to fondle. So, so no history with Clint and Duquesne next episode, y'all think? No, I don't, I don't see it. I don't see how they could like rope that in with only three episodes left. What? What? How do they open up? Like, I think... Uh, I no, think perhaps. Jack's gonna say hello, Clint. Oh, right, that would be a good in, in, intro. And then I can totally see Clint's character going like, "Who are you?" Yeah, because everyone knows who Clint is. He's a he's a fucking Avenger. But you know, no one knows who Jack with his mustache is. I will say though, I'm I'm interested <laughs> if this this series seems to be implying that um, Duquesne was uh, Ronan first beforehand. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's a good question. No. Where did that costume come from? Oh, I don't know. I always thought yeah, it was Clint. <laughs> but, but just I'm... the way he has the sword, too. It seems like the way he holds it, 
you know, it just seems like it's his. I don't know how else to describe it. Yeah. That makes sense. I mean, he is a master he's swordsman, very... so I feel like every sword. But I do know like, he's he did I want think... the sword. I think he's just a sword aficionado. But you know, that could definitely be another. No, yeah. Reason. I think they keep showing swords all over the house. Yeah, but like the but, guy but, said, like he made a bid for it, and his uncle was like, "You don't have enough money. You can't afford that." And he was like, yeah. "I don't care. And I want it." Like it meant something to him. So either suddenly he's been stabbed. Yeah. But but uh uh. uh during that first scene with the tracksuit mafia there like he's bidding on it but also when the whole chaos is going on he grabs it that's the first thing he grabs instead of like running away so yeah i'd probably grab a, i'd probably grab a weapon too but i give it you know like there's a reason why he wanted this specific sword yeah. so we'll see um all right so that's about it any predictions for next week i guess the mother has to come back in some shape or form um, so the mother is actually, they're gonna like try to follow Duquesne, but find out the mother is somehow involved in some criminal activity. Yeah. Like she is, uh, Kingpin's girlfriend. Like, no, you know. I think, I think she's probably working with Kingpin, but I think she's mm-hmm. like, she and Duquesne are working together and she, she killed, Duquesne killed his uncle on Eleanor's orders. Um, so I think that's going to be the big twist in episode at the end of episode five. Um, yep. We're going to find so out, and I guess her dad's going to come back in some way. I'm guessing. To save the day, also, maybe? Yeah. Or, also, I think Echo's character is going to find out that that wasn't Ronan who killed her dad. Oh. It was because Kingpin has used Jack. people to dress up as other people in the past before. Yeah, it was somebody know. else. That's so maybe point. it was even Jack. Yeah, I oh, think it was yeah, Jack. Jack, that would that would fit your your previous thesis about how Jack but was the, the fair, first Ronan. Ronan would totally kill those guys anyway, you know, because yeah. he was like just sort of unhinged at that point in his career. So this seems like sort of a cop out. He's not like it sort of like washes Clint clean. I mean, he still, still killed a lot of people. He just didn't kill these people. Yeah, I just think I just think I think it's a cop out though. If they went that way, I just think like there should be consequences for Clint's time as Ronan. And it yeah, seems like he hey, it's a Christmas story. Terrible things. Yeah, so I mean, I think you should like have like there should be some sort of consequences for that. But it seems like you're just trying some to like kind of wash Clint of any wrongdoing. I think that's I think some kind of accords. Well, he broke the accords when he became a serial killer. Well, <laughs> yeah. well Forrest, you know, there is such thing as atonement. Well, yeah, it's I'm saying just don't like watch. <laughs> yeah, but in the words of atonement, you're done. Atonement's usually given like a, you know, a Judeo-Christian background or that's where it came from. And the one thing you can't atone for is murder. And that is the one thing Clinton Barton has done a lot of. Mm-hmm. One so, hair you can atone for murders. You can atone for it. I thought that was like the unforgivable sin. No, there's no, nothing unforgivable. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, I, I guess that explains all these Catholic... Po- Priest, it's a callback to an earlier joke, I think, before you were here, Tim. Tim. Oh, God. Tom, <laughs> Tim? Whatever. You're, sorry. I was, I was Googling it. Sorry. I was Googling and typing at the same time. Hello, I'm Tim McMuffin. I've, How only, known I've only known this man for 20 years, and I just got his name wrong. So, yeah, we'll see what 20 happens. 20 years. How old are we now, Major? 30? Oh, my God. So, <laughs> let's talk about the piece. Uh, Peacemaker trailer. Let's say Peace Walker, because um, I've played MGS a lot growing up. I um, am really excited for this show. That's all I'm gonna say. 
Peacemaker? Yeah, because yeah. I really liked Suicide Squad. I really thought John Cena was the standout. One of the standouts. Uh, 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 the oh, Suicide Squad. Like Suicide Squad. Oh, yeah. No, The Suicide Squad. Suicide oh, Squad okay, sucks. The Suicide Squad was good. <laughs> and they both suck for the naming convention. <laughs> so, yeah, he was. I'm looking forward to this a lot. I thought this was way better than the first trailer. The first trailer had a lot of humor that didn't land for me, but I thought this was way better. I liked that the eagle was jumping in the car with him as he's trying to get the getaway car. Yeah. The eagle's not going to poop in here, is it? He's like, or it's not housebroken. He's like, of course not. If you do, take away its soul. Um, so I, I like that the um, he's a, another vigilante friend called Vigilante. Yep. Well, I'm getting major Deadpool vibes from him. <laughs> Maybe it's just me, but it's like, you know, he's very, like, um, expressive with the mask on. So I'm definitely getting, like, a Deadpool sort of yeah. vibe to him. I can, yeah, his I name is Vigilante? Thing, yeah, yeah, his name is Vigilante or Vigilante, whatever. Um, so I would not be surprised if he got a spinoff after this spinoff. You know, because, you know, that's how these comic companies think he's got spinoff after spinoff after spinoff. You know, so... Um, but yeah, so apparently um, I gave a little bit more information on the plot. There's apparently the bad guys are called the Butterflies. Oh, and there's good thing he's got a bald eagle. Yeah, and, yeah, and apparently there's some sort of like zombie hive mind sort of um, organization. It's a very similar to Starro in the Suicide Squad movie. Interesting. Um, it's a little, yeah. a little close, don't you think? Did anyone watch the trailer? I'm watching yeah, it Yeah, I watched it. So I'm excited. I'm watching it His now. His helmet looks better. I'm actually um, looking at it again too. Like, how, uh, let's all take two and a half minutes to watch it right now. They have that discussion about how, like, he's surprised he's back home because he's supposed to be in prison in the trailer, and it's like, no, I'm working for the government. Oh, you're working for the post office? <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Uh, I just I saw him and his whitey tighties bust through a wall, then jump through a yep. window. So it doesn't matter what the rest of the trailer yeah. is. I'm, I'm on board. <laughs> Eight I am episodes, not, 20 episodes, let's do this, John Cena. I'm not a John Cena brother. fan. What? I I have I loved him in the Suicide Squad as this yeah. character. And this trailer is just back? more of that. And I'm like, I'm really surprised that his range. Actually, there was there was one movie I liked him in. It was like Blockers. Blockers oh, was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah Cockroach was good. From, I guess hooking up on Prime Night. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and, butt stuff with the beer yeah. yeah yeah he's really he is he is really good have you seen you need to watch i'll try to find like the clip i'm sure it's on youtube he's on he's in train wreck with amy palmer or whatever uh, amy to see that. uh no you don't need to see it it's it's not that great but there's like he's in it for like three or four minutes in the in a movie theater just for, like a short scene and dude i was like crying laughing by the end of it uh yeah. it was along the lines of rob you'll know what i'm talking about here maybe if i can even describe it enough there was this terrible <laughs> comedy that came out i want to say after dodgeball and it was like one of like the funny guys he was like down on his luck he was like a used car salesman it was will ferrell will ferrell i think well no oh i i've seen, seen that and then he lives out on his front lawn no 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 no, no it's like a used car salesman he's trying to do and like he gets fired from the and so will ferrell jumps out of uh a plane dressed as abraham lincoln but he grabbed the wrong bag and so he, instead of grabbing his parachute he grabbed a bag full of like dildos and so like he when he he releases the parachute he just opens up all these dildos and it's just like dildos hitting will ferrell in the face like on a green screen for like three minutes while he just ad-libs and it's like probably one of the funniest things i've ever seen 
It's one of the and worst Vinny movies Lane's I've ever seen. Speedway, right? It was called like Bad Luck or something. Was it that the, the German Seven movie? I think it's called The Goods. I think. The yeah, Goods. Like, so... bombed. Yeah, it was like, terrible. Well, well, like, that, was good. Like, that part was the only good. Live part. hard, sell hard. Yeah, that's well, the Goods. Live he's, hard, sell hard. He's doing like promotion as Abraham Lincoln, and he's like, "These deals are like John Wilkes Booth. They're gonna sneak up behind you and blow your brains out." Oh my god! So, I just uh, posted in our Discord. I found, um, I found the queen. Anyway, it's, yeah, I think I, I think I saw it's absolutely hilarious. It's a terrible movie, but like Will Ferrell's cameo in it, like just yeah. leaves you in literal. Stitches. Yeah, I heard like, like the movie's terrible, but that's like that scene with Will Ferrell's hilarious. And, and like, I think I'm gonna I would almost recommend watching the first hour just so you can sit through how bad that movie is just so that scene is so good and refreshing i think like you need to juxtapose like how bad this movie is with how good this cameo is it's just a scene it needed yeah yeah Yeah. um so all right so back to peacemaker um yes all i all i I remember from this is like (laughs) the the bad guys are called butterflies and like zombies and um his dad has a really really bad haircut (laughs) This looks yep. great. He throws he has the haircut uh, of a seventeen-year-old um, juvenile delinquent for some reason, and he's like in his seventies. So besides that, that's the only thing, only issue I had with the um, the trailer. I mean, all right. So let's 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 be honest here. Uh, whose hair is better, Hawkeye from Endgame, uh, Ronan, is Ronan's haircut, or his dad? Well, it's like these are like forty or fifty-year-old men with haircuts of yeah, like seventeen-year-olds. Yeah, these are both atrocious. It's really disturbing. Yeah, he's got like a partial hot guy. Of course, he's like of a course. Hot guy, when the, the don't don't be judging, you're gonna be that age one day too. Yeah, well, he's probably I mean, gonna have think, a. I don't you're have, gonna like, think you know, about a haircut. haircut. My hair doesn't look like Hawkeye's or whatever the heck it was in the Peacemaker, but I don't know. Can I be honest with you guys? Can I just share a little secret? You won't tell anyone. You won't. You won't put this. Put the down the the wide world. I well, low we're key. We're on a podcast right now. Go oh. ahead. Oh, oh, that's right. Oh, don't tell the podcast. I low key love Hawkeye's haircut in Endgame. I'll defend it. I mean, not in person or in public, but anonymously <laughs> online. I love it. I you think it's great. Soccer. Guest user zero zero one. <laughs> yeah, if yeah, if you see, if, 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 if I like Hawkeye's haircut. Hawkeye's haircut in game is cool. He's going through a phase, guys. He lost his family, and apparently his barber. So, what are you all most excited for? Uh, the Miss Marvel show or uh, Peacemaker? Peacemaker. Peacemaker. Yeah. What about what about Peacemaker or Moon Knight? Peacemaker. Peacemaker. Yeah, I don't think we've seen that from yeah. night to like maybe excited or unexcited either way. I mean, I do love this. Unexcited. What? Like, if it was anyone else, I wouldn't be nearly. I, I would probably be like neutral on it, but I do love me some Oscar Isaac. I, I think he's a phenomenal actor. Oh, I, I am looking forward to him and Moon Knight. Nice segue. He's voicing um, Spider-Man 2099 in the new Spider-Verse movie. There's a new Spider-Verse movie. Also had a trailer. Yeah. Tell us more about it, Forrest. While Robbie and I aren't watching it, watch it, <laughs> it wasn't really a trailer. It was the one you linked this morning because I saw that. It was mainly just a teaser footage, so it showed like Miles in his room and uh, Spider Gwen pays him a visit. And oh, then Spider Gwen's frantically next trying going, to hide stuff. They're in 2099 Marvel, and he's fighting Spider Man 2099, who's voiced by Oscar Isaac. I remember when the first trailer for Into the Spider-Verse came out, and I did not like how it looked. And I thought it was going to be really dumb, and it turned out to be like, Why the is, best yeah, movie he has his head on his chest, not on his shoulders? 
and then like they won like a Grammy for the animation design. And like watching it, it's like my favorite movie of that year. Like it was absolutely just very well done. It's really good. Um, I, I'm, a lot of people say it's like the best part of the movie ever. I think they're just being a little hyperbolic. I think when the stuff comes out, yes, like the more recent people say, oh, it's the best ever. But I still think I like the first two Raimi movies the best. I think I think it's the movie was better than any of the Mark Webb movies. And um, I'd say it's like on par with like homecoming or far from home i mean i enjoyed those but i didn't think i i, I still like the first two Raimi movies the best yeah i would say everything they captured the spider-man spirit the best far from home i mean just an incredible movie uh but it was more incredible like cinematically whereas i think into the spider-verse was more like on a a, a connection or it was a better story yeah i mean i, I like like the, the like the old peter parker and his relationship with um miles Right, um, fat, divorced, given up, stuff like that. Yeah. Although I think it would have been more emotionally resonating if Kingpin had killed that version of Peter Parker instead of like the blonde one at the beginning. Because we didn't like know who that Spider-Man was. I mean, you um, say that, but if, if he had killed Spider-Ham, I probably would have cried the entire movie. And that's the thing, it would have been more emotionally resonating because we, we knew this Spider-Man like for the entire movie and then Kingpin killed him. Yeah. Then like, it would be like, oh. Right, that it would have hit a lot of close to home but and i think that was like the real peter parker wasn't it the um older version like he's the one from the 616 is just the older version i'd have to go back and watch it which now that's my means it's a great excuse when you go back and watch it so, is the animation yeah. style different uh, on this movie than it's, the last it one should be the same it should be the same i think change like what people loved about the first one yeah i mean they want a like a like an oscar for it or whatever yeah, I'm interested to see who's the bad guy. I mean, it was Kingpin the first one. I hope it's gonna be Moreland and the Inheritors. That seems to make the most sense because um, they were the bad guys in the Spider Verse event a few years back, and I think they're sort of like this um, aristocratic vampire cult, but they kill spider totems throughout the multiverse. So, well, you know what that sounds like spider sounds, totems. Sounds like it's time to play our favorite new game. Worst answers only. Who's the bad guy? Uh, Matt, who's the bad guy in Spider Verse 2? Wrong answer. Mephisto. Mephisto. Yeah, get the easy one out of the way. Yeah, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Robbie. What if they just disappoint you with some random character? (laughs) What villain did they have for the first one? Galactus. Oh, yeah. All right. Spider Man versus Galactus. Take my fucking money. (laughs) You want to get me back in the theater? A five-minute short of Spider-Man trying to go against Galactus, and Galactus just eating him and Earth. I'll give you twenty bucks for five minutes. I mean, it better be some damn good CGI. I better hear Robbie come, like talking about the CGI for the next six months. I mean, twenty bucks for a <laughs> five-minute short. Hours. I mean, wasn't Green Not Goblin already in the first one? So I mean, if they did him again, it'd be kind of redundant. I mean, I, I'm sure they're going to. Aren't, aren't they doing him again? Oh, I, oh, I mean, you mean the first Spider-Verse? I'm just saying, like, they should make sense, like. Is, is like he's gonna be he's, he was only in one universe in the first movie just people came to visit him now he's going he's jumping from universe to universe so right. i think Moreland would make the most sense but i could see it probably just being norman Osborn. although that's what the new movie's gonna be about no way right. home it's basically gonna be into the spider-verse right why couldn't they just do a thousand kings just a different king from from every different like me universe uh, yes <laughs> i don't think why you let them use kang no. just all show up uncle ben oh yeah Ant-Man now that is universe. the best worst answer I've ever. Uncle heard. Man, Uncle Man is the bad guy. Let me ask Uncle you Man. Yeah, there we go. Uncle Man. 
Uh, wow, full circle. Nice. Matt, no. you're given a new Spider-Man movie, right? Okay. We're starting over fresh. You're given a new Spider-Man movie. Do you kill Uncle Ben in your movie? Uh, yes, definitely. You, like, you show it? Uh, no, you show it. Like, you, you don't, you, like... You, you oh, make no, us all I'm sit through it? Okay. Yeah. Let me let me yeah. ask you this. Do you, you have kill... to feel Peter Parker's pain? All right. Is, it, and I'm is it a double tap or single? Mm. No, it's a single because he he's okay. he's trying to do a robbery. Uh, he gets shot. The the mugger steals the pearls, uh, and then Peter Parker comes over to Wait, him. Wait, what is Uncle Ben? Because okay. do, double tap is like intentional himself. killing. Single tap is just like impulsive. Pow. Yeah, oh, well, yep. I don't know. I feel like if you're pointing a gun at someone, you pull the trigger. That's intentional killing. Game over. Yep. Fight me on it. And you can't do I'm it in slow mo. You can't do it in slow mo because that's just too cheesy. <laughs> no, it's just slowly pulling. The well, it's gonna no, be like the body the, hits the ground. You're telling me that's not gonna be in slow motion? Nope. The, the, nope. the arm. No, I want this kind of. Did that really just happen? You know, oh, you it, it's just this quick. Yeah, just this really quick. Bam, runs off, and it like, let, uh, let let it sink in for a minute. Like you a know, Wild West movie, where like it's just a, a quick draw, and there's no slow-mo or anything. Just... All, right, all right, what about you, Robbie? Would you kill Uncle Ben in your movie? Uh, no. No, I'm, I'm, I, I, I'm pulling a big old Marvel. We're moving right past this. I want to I wanna, I wanna get Forrest's take, but then I really want to circle back to find out if Matt kills uh, Bruce Wayne's parents. But we'll, we'll finish up with Forrest first. Forrest, do you what? kill uh, Uncle Ben in your movie? No, because they're never going to top what Sam Raimi did in the first movie. I don't think they're because it's just going to be like you know. Remember Man of Steel when they had to re-kill Jonathan Kent? It yeah. was awful because basically like you know he just well that was also stupid. Himself. That was also yeah. dumb. Like there yeah. was reason like as like there was a reason why Clark Kent had to die from like a heart attack and like why it meant so much like Superman or, or, or Jonathan Kent died of a heart attack like Clark Kent it was like the most powerful man. In, ever right he's superman he can do all these things but he still can't stop some people from dying he can't fix everything uh and i think that was like a valuable lesson but there was no lesson learned with jonathan kent dying in a damn tornado yeah besides maybe don't listen to your dad every once in a while yeah well i think i want to circle back i really gotta find out matt are you killing if he are you killing the waynes oh yeah you keep the waynes alive if you if if, if i'm if i'm doing a reboot or like Starting Batman fresh. Yeah, if we're doing Batman and I'm starting fresh, and I have to do his origin, then oh yes, I'm definitely doing it. You know, uh, I, I get but it. Yeah. I, so I, like, would he do it most, like under under? I kind of like the nineteen. Would you think he'd still no, do it? I kind of like the nineteen eighty nine version. Okay. But I hate how they went to slow mo in that. And then the girls know? like how they the went to slow mo. No. The no, the because you have Jack Nicholson's character like teasing with them before he shoots them, and I thought that was like very dark, you know, and brooding. Right. Uh, but uh, uh, then Jack then they then they go like he tries to grab the pearls, and it goes in slow mo, and the pearls rip, and we don't see the actual deaths; we just see the pearls bouncing around. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. no, I'm showing yeah, it. Just don't do it again. We've seen right, like right. what five Matt, times already. You asked me. You asked me, Matt. <laughs> Who would you kill? Uncle I'm ben throwing in a plot twist. twist, right? All the promotional material, you see Batman, it looks like regular Gotham, right? We open up, you see Crime Alley, but it's spelled C R Y M E, 
right? And because it's not based off a of crime, but it's based off of a... C-R-Y. Yeah, because, yeah, in my story, uh, there's a very, very rich man, uh, you know, uh, 50, 80, 100 years ago uh, in the rich street. Rich crime. Yeah, we'll call him, yeah, Richard Crime or whatever, Rich Crime. Yeah, that's genius. Uh, but we, we, we go into the alley, right? We see Bruce, we see his dad, we see Martha, right? And we see we see the the gunner, and then Bruce dies. And then, bam, it is a, uh, fuck, I just killed the punchline. You, you just scrapped Flashpoint. Yeah, it's a so flashpoint. Bruce, so Bruce, flash so Bruce dies. Movie. Like, how cool would that be, Matt? If there's no Batman. Right... No, 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 it's Flashpoint. If you were walking into a Batman movie thinking it was going to be Batman, and then it turned out to be Flashpoint, like, wouldn't that blow your fucking mind? Like, how do you not stand up and cheer? Well, they, they wanted to do. Um, I think Jeffrey Dean Morgan wanted to play Thomas Wayne, but did someone else get cast as Thomas Wayne? Maybe not. Okay. Well, anyway, um, Tom Wayne. I, we don't use the Wayne still anymore. We've just still a great name. Talk about how Tom Wayne, how Echo has a spinoff, but Wong doesn't. What hashtag do we need for that? <laughs> you know, it, trust I'd me, they're, they're thinking about it. I think what they're going to do, they're going to do an Agents of Atlas show with all the Asian characters like Jimmy Woo, Wong. Ooh. Um, I don't know. I guess Shang Chi maybe. Wait, wait. But what you call? Did you call it Asians of Atlas or Agents of Atlas? Agents of Atlas. Agents. Okay. But, All right. <laughs> I've never heard of this team before. It's comprised entirely of Asians, though. So, okay. With the comics, so. Um, but yeah. Um, I want an Alpha Flight movie. I think we have to get the X Men before we get that, or maybe like a solo Wolverine movie. Uh, yeah, we haven't even introduced mutants yet into the MCU, so. Who's yeah. the first mutant? Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver. I guess can, technically, uh, I roll. You right. can argue. Kang. I guess now. You're in charge. All right. Kevin Feige uh, gets sick and places you in charge of the future of in the MCU. What is the first uh, X Men you bring in? Worst answer: Jubilee. Worst answer: Magneto. <laughs> what up, Mojo? Magneto? Magneto's not mutant, but he, he was in the X Men comics. Um, uh, but seriously, Legion, because Legion could provide a manner in which you gap the universes so that way mutants can come into the actual MCU. Uh, all right. One question. Ooh, that's scary. Do I have to go back and watch the Legion's TV show on FX? Yes. No. <laughs> I never finished. That show never was so frustrating. I wanted to like it so much. And I made it through season two and I just couldn't. I heard season one like it's it's like she's the best one, and season two and three are just too it's, strange. Yeah, it just gets weirder, and like you're like, it, it's only an hour long show, but it feels like it takes three hours to watch. Yeah. I think Noah Hawley only has it in him for like a really good first season of the shows he runs, and then like afterwards, it's just. Although I really like season two of Fargo, and season three was interesting, but season four was. Wait, did he? Do I like it, but I, think I love some Fargo. Yeah, but isn't first season the best though? In your opinion. Ooh. Uh, that is something we would love. To, I would love to have a whole podcast talking about which season's the best. Okay. Well, we're almost at 50 minutes. So how about we um, put our final thoughts on uh, Across the Spider-Verse? So everyone can go see it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Only if, it, only if it has Tobey Maguire. Hey, you never know. <laughs> Wait, by that, by that logic, does that mean you're going to go see Spider-Man uh, No Way Home? 
Yeah, who isn't in that? Definitely. Uncle Ben. Who's not in that? Sales already been, pre-sales have already like, set a record. So I probably need to get Oh, quick. shit. Yeah, I think it's probably. the second, second highest. Although, are we going to play D&D &D that, that Thursday? The 17th? Uh, yes. We'll see. Okay. Um, if, it, if you get a midnight showing, then you've got enough time to play D&D &D and get to the movie theater. Yeah, yeah. do a midnight yeah. show. Is I don't think so. I think they just do like like six, seven. You know, they do it like early. On yeah, the midnight the show is like the seven o'clock show now. Yeah, wow. I think they, just, they don't want the theater open that late. You know, um, but plus you know, on a Thursday, got work anymore. Yeah. All right. Well, um, that's the show, everyone. Major, you want to plug social media? Yeah, man. Hit us up. Let me know what you think. Uh, we got a lot of great responses. Everyone agreed that episode eight was the best Star Wars movie. I don't know why, but they all seem to, to agree with Matt's opinion on that. If you think they're wrong, come hit him up on Twitter. Agree with me on Major. Everyone who voted had right never on. seen another Star Wars movie. That was the first Star Wars movie they ever seen. So, oh, The only Star Wars movie they've ever seen. They just saw that one. I was like, wow, that's good. I wish they made more of these. And then, uh, well, Vampire Strikes Back. I wish back. they gave the director a whole trilogy of his own Yes. Yeah. Oh, but not before they give a trilogy to those awesome guys who did Game of Thrones. This, that was good. That was D and D. Yep. And Kevin Feige, you know, might as well give one hit. No, give fuck one that. Hit. All right. Dark over. You give Kevin Feige a fucking trilogy. Are you kidding Every me? Successful director. You get a Star Wars movie. You get a Star Wars movie. <laughs> so, all right. All right. Can, well, can we turn that into a, a gif? Yeah, yes. Uh, one of you guys out there who love the podcast and have Photoshop, you just mean that for us and, and we'll give you credit. We'll love it on Reddit. Uh, and then, you know, that Twitter again, that's the Zealot Podcast. Hit us up. Uh, that guy was forced. I'm Major. I'm Robbie. Bad. I'm Tip. Bye, everyone. Bye, Tim. Bye.